0: This is Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wasey. Episode 24 is brought to you by the Canadian Finals Rodeo in Red Deer, Alberta, October 30th to November 4th. It's a week-long celebration of everything rodeo. For the bold, the rebellious, and the wild at heart, there will be events on and off-site. Get your tickets now at cfrreddeer.ca.
1: This is episode number 24 of Cowboy Shit. Ted and Wasey. Yeah, I just... We're was, doing it. I just sprung it on you there. Do guy. it live. We're doing it. It's not live, but we're doing it. Yeah, we're just taping it. It's Monday night, Calgary, Alberta. The sun went down today at like 6 o'clock. I hate it. Holy crap. Winter is back. I feel terrible. The sun's down already. I hate it. We've made it back to the season we began the podcast on. We're already at week 23. It's three weeks until we turn one year old. Man, I anniversary no. episode's Sorry, gonna three episodes going to episodes. Three episodes. Three episodes till we turn one, not three weeks. I was a little off there. Yeah. yeah. Three more shows. Four if you include this one. That's kind of neat, Sounds eh? Right. That's crazy, man. It's Almost crazy got a year the, down? It's crazy how fast the year's gone by. Isn't it? Yeah. Lots lots has happened. Life happens when you podcast. <laughs> yeah. Podcast naked. <laughs> Speaking of naked. Whoa. Yeah. So some shit went down this A little, a little this bit this weekend. of uh, entertaining a little bit there yeah. in Edmonton. For those of you that don't know, PBR Monster Energy Tour, Edmonton. Had a streaker. No, it wasn't just a streaker. It was like a few minutes of streaking. He had like a full... It was like a rhythmic gymnastics routine <laughs> in the arena. Like he had a... He was on the shark cage two different times. Yeah. Lost his glasses. Doing flips and losing his glasses. And yeah. And he, uh, we just read the story. He was charged for uh, public mischief and public indecency. And it was all because he lost a bet to his friends. I like... What goes to your head to make a bet that... Where you would have to end up streaking? Well, I mean, it's probably not far off of the bets that happen to where we end up riding the mechanical bull at Ranchman's. Like, it's probably not that yeah, far Yeah, but off. I, would do, I would get on the bull <laughs> at Ranchman's a hundred times before I even thought about going streaking. <laughs> Especially at a place like this. Like Ugh, I, I don't know. I can't <laughs> figure that. I can't wrap my head around that. Oh, man. I wouldn't want that many people to see my bird. No. Just flopping around out there. Need a telescope to see <laughs> from the bleachers. <laughs> 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 oh, <God. laughs> yeah so, that quite the deal so that happened that's gonna be a pbr first thinks i think it hasn't happened very much full,
0: i don't think full it's on very
1: naked full-on naked streaker i don't, th- I We've don't had people think people in the arena yeah we yeah uh, we had a guy try and like jump over the fence and take a shirt off in Abbotsford a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. yeah it just didn't really fly but yeah so that was what happened our weekend hopefully you guys had a good weekend too but, crazy times uh, I was in Swift Current CCA finals that week, and the week before we were in Abbotsford. Since we've had the show, we did uh, the cutting in Calgary and Abbotsford went well. Jared Parsonage won the event out there. Rolling. he's uh, he's rocking. And um, what else? We how about the bull? The bull riding in Edmonton itself. They rode like eighteen bulls, seventeen bulls. They they? rode (laughs) seventeen bulls in the long round and another four in the short round, which might also be a PBR Canada record of some sort. Don't know. Don't know, but it was pretty impressive. Also, CCA finals again, yeah. This riders' won it. and CCA finals. The uh, at least 10 bull rides of over 80 points at the CCA finals. Nice, that's year. a good week, yeah. I was really impressed. Yeah. Chad Hartman was 87 points in the last night, like mm-hmm. made a hell of a ride. It mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah, I've seen the video about that. Was a great bull ride. Oh, yeah, Amazing. super impressive. So, Chance rode real good. The guy Chance Switzer, Chance Switzer shout, won. Won. shout out to TJ him. Jay Lepke did good. Welcome to the club. Um. And those are rodeo guys. Like, I see them moving on someday to the CPRA. Not oh, right yeah. now, but at some point. And I can work both ends of the arena. Yeah, which is also pretty impressive, too, to ride bulls that good. Like, we're going to have some good-looking uh, all-around talent here in the next few years mm-hmm. in the CPRA. And in a year, actually, you know what? Uh, Jake Gardner got the invite to the CFR after Brock Radford Ended up turning down his qualification to go to the PBR's Velocity Tour final. So Jake Gardner, actually, we thought that the all-around title was finished, but now since he's in, he can go and still. If he wins enough money, he can be the all-around champ of Canada because he's trailing he's gotta, Luke G at the moment. He's right? got to pass Luke G. He's got to right. win a couple thousand bucks. He'll be a, be the all-around champ, which can so. be done. Pretty dang cool, like Jake. Night. How about Jake? First CFR has got a chance to win the all-around. Like that's, that's pretty handy. Pretty darn cool. Yeah, he's got to go there and twist a few bulls, and yeah, exactly. Right in the thick of it. Hopefully, hopefully he can get t- gets it done. Yeah, well, there's lots of cool storylines heading into the CFR. Yeah, there is, eh? The Larson bros. Yeah, all three making it, hey. All three and, in there. In three different Rustock events. So mm-hmm. there's been three brothers in one event before with the Milans going in the bulldogging. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Tyrell in the saddle bronc, in the bareback riding, Kane in the bull riding. And he got in because... Lawn Lonnie West turned out of the CFR. So mm-hmm. those guys go to them get their count in at the rodeos and still have to turn out, which mm-hmm. is kind of wild. It's but. unfortunate, yeah. Yeah. Also over the weekend, big weekend. Big week it just was here, but... Canadian Parody Hall of Fame had their induction banquet on the weekend. Nice. That was on Saturday as well. They had a poker tournament again on Friday. Shout out to a friend of the show, Donnie Johansson, won the poker tournament. He two, did two years in a row, back to back. Damn. Did you get some pretty good coin for winning that? that. Pretty nice buckle. Even better. He gave it away. He brought, he's probably got a few of those going around. He's I'm won sure. some of them. He told me the other day on the road that his buckle from the George Paul Memorial was insured for like $8,000. Really? That's like the George Paul De- yeah. Nick del Rio. Del Rio, yeah. That's he, awesome. He won it in 1978, I think. That's cool. He won like $8,000 at the time. And he won, went to the NFR and placed in three or four rounds in the same year and won like three grand. That's crazy. Like, he won, like, in today's money, he won, like, fifty or 60000 at at that George Paul. Like, it was huge. That's plus a, crazy. Plus an $8,000 buckle, which is pretty wild. That's badass. Yeah. Hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah. Podcast goes out episode number 24 on October 24th, and that means that we are less than a week away from CFR 45 in Red Deer. Holy. And the podcast close. this week. Thanks again, CFR 45, presented by Ram, October 30th and November 4th in Red Deer, Alberta, Westerner Park, and the NMAX Centrium, it's almost CFR time. It's going to be a good week. You pumped? I'm excited. I go. Excited. I got to go. Actually, so when this podcast airs on the 24th, the next morning, I got to go to Brandon for the MFR. M F. Oh, this ain't no rodeo. This is the MFR. Yeah, the Manitoba Finals. So good time. You're gonna have a heck of a time out there. Love As Brandon. Usual. It's one of and my favorite cities in Canada. It's going to be going to be a dandy. Then I fly home Sunday, and then Monday morning we're in Red Deer to set up a boot booth. Boots. slinging boots, slinging Say boots. Say that. Say that. Five times uh, set slinging up a boot boots, booth. Slinging boots, slinging no, boots, slinging boots. No, set up a boot booth. Set up a boot booth. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard. So that's what got coming up. And the today on the show, we're going to welcome Canadian Finals Rodeo qualifier, Canadian champion, Roland McFadden. We'll be back with Roland after this.
0: You're listening to Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wasey, Brought to you by the Canadian Finals Rodeo. October 30th to November 4th in Red Deer, Alberta. The new home of the CFR. It's a show you don't want to miss, so make sure you get your tickets now, cfrreddeer.ca.
1: This is episode number 24 a Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wasey, brought to you by the Canadian Finals Rodeo in Red Deer, Alberta. Canadian Finals Rodeo is presented by Ram Trucks this year as well, Wasey. Did you know that? Did not know that. going to get down. myself a Ram Truck. Write it down. You need to know that for your radio gig next week, man. But what's What sponsors the bull riding? I don't know. I just know Ram Trucks presenting sponsor. you okay, send down. me an email memo. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest this week is the number two man in the team roping this year, and the, on the head and side of things, he's a 2015 Canadian champion, and he's never been stung by a bee. It's Roland McFadden.
2: Hey boys, how's it going? <laughs> Not too bad. You've never been stung never, by a bee? <laughs> never been stung by a bee. I'm 32 and 0. Fucking take that. How do you bee.
1: get your? How do you get around that?
2: Man, I think they're scared of me, but I don't know. If okay. I'm terrified at this point, if I ever do get stung by one. I mean, I have like an allergic reaction. so You
1: might die. 10 out of 10, do not recommend <laughs> getting stung by bees. I got yeah. attacked weed whacking once and it was not fun. <laughs> oh, geez.
2: I got my girlfriend carry EpiPen around now just in case. Yeah, back pocket.
1: I don't even know where to start here. We just had a really good conversation off the air and I wish we would have recorded some of it. It was fun.
2: <laughs> oh, we could pick it all back up. <laughs> I like. People uh, say I talk too
1: much. People say you talk too much? I'm okay with it. <laughs> okay. Let's talk CFR first, man. This is, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what CFR this is for you, actually. I didn't I didn't do much homework, not going to lie. Had some That's shit fine. going on at home here. Just, you know.
2: It's been a big week. It's been a big week. Monday, we're all trying to Just, just going through it some all shit all right stuff. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just
1: going through some shit, uh, so. Sorry I didn't do yeah. my homework, but I knew it would be cool. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's always work.
2: my ninth trip, actually. Damn. Nice trip.
1: And your yeah. consecutive trips?
2: No, I ate uh, in a row. I made it my first time in 2009, and then I missed it the next year. And I've been there every year since then.
1: Okay. And uh, obviously the highlight would be winning the whole shittery in 2015.
2: Yeah, that's for sure the highlight. Lots of highlights in there. Lots of low lights too. But yeah, winning the whole thing. Yeah, winning go-around in, yeah, in Edmonton was always highlights. But 2015, miracle season it was great so and it just it just kept rolling that whole year i yeah. went to houston and right hired after that yeah and i roped with tyrell foiling and we made the finals at houston and like it just like couldn't do anything wrong until the next year <laughs> then we, <laughs> didn't have a, we didn't have a great year we ended up making it again but this wasn't as ideal but 15 was the best
1: best one so far but you still got a long like you can team rope to like a hundred so like you got a long time to go still
2: I know, but oh no. Everyone calls me old now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I remember when I was the the young guy. Like everyone's like, I'm young, and then now we went and picked the steers for the CFR in panoka They're calling me and Jerry Bueller old. We're like, well, you guys are you guys are young. We're not old.
3: Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I still got a few. I still got. A, I don't know. Got a few know. spins
1: so left in you.
2: Yeah? I got a few, yeah, but what? It's not fun anymore. I'll quit doing it. But I'm still i think winning is fun yeah. so i mean as long as you're winning it's 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 easy to keep going and the guy i rope with now devin Wigmire, he's he's on rails so i told him when he cuts me i'll probably quit because <laughs>
1: <laughs> you'd be heartbroken
2: <laughs> i will not be heartbroken but i'll just like be done and then his horse is like he can't live without mine so i'm like so whoever you cut me for better i have a shitload of money because I, I have to buy my horse and then i will quit
1: oh jeez What's it like being a team roper and like breaking up with your partners and stuff? Like, that seems like there's some drama. You just have to like give boxes of stuff back to each oh. other. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Like, some guys, like, you'd be better off to take a run at their girl than tell me you don't want to rope with them <laughs> anymore. Like, <laughs> like, they would forgive you for that, but if, like, you don't rope with them anymore, it's like, oh, who's that guy? I think he's going to win <laughs> with those men. Like, oh. I've never had an issue with it. Like, I really think like actually Bueller and I were talking about this this summer and it's like it's not healthy to rope with the same guy like for year after year after year after year because it doesn't matter who you're with like you can't be around someone that much and end up not like getting annoyed by them in some (laughs) fashion right like you just can't you can't do it so it's kind of your priorities have to align your interests kind of have to align I roped with some of my best friends I used to rope with And when when we quit roping together, it's not a big deal. I don't care who you say, you're always like a little put out after because right? like usually things don't go well when you're done roping with somebody. So like, well, a you want to, yeah, you kind of want to. I mainly just want to prove it to myself that I can still do it. But like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like I roped with Tyrell Rolf well, like, for three years. He wanted to do something different. It was just a simple phone call. It's like, hey, man, I'm gonna do something different. He's like, no, I get it. No problem. Like, we're still friends. And at the end of the day, if you're good enough, you're gonna win with no matter who you're with. So you got to put it on yourself. So I've never. Some guys get butt hurt though. So. <laughs> <laughs> But never been an issue for me. Okay.
1: Who did he rope with this year?
2: Tyrell roped with Grady Quam. So oh, okay. The young buck. So, but,
1: so they both kind of must have roped with different people at some point just for their money to not add up, eh?
2: Yeah, like Clint Bueller and Tyrell roped at the beginning of the year. And then okay. Clint sold his good horse to Ren Richard. Oh. And Clint kind of wanted to stay home. He was building the house. And,
3: oh,
1: and okay. And just
2: really, really didn't have a horse lined up that, that was as good as he probably wanted. And, and Grady was roping with his uncle, Rocky Dallin, in the spring. And then Rocky yep. was gonna rope with Dustin Bird in the summer. So Grady didn't really have a partner and he had like one. and oh damn. So like Jeff Quam, Grady's dad, him and Tyrell are really good buddies. So kind of opportunity just struck for them to kinda team up there after Pinoka and they did. Actually Jeff, I roped to Jeff Quam in two thousand eleven at the CFR. And yeah. he cut me for Grady.
3: Well.
1: He's
2: going back <laughs> amateur with his son.
1: Yeah, well, I guess that's okay.
2: Amateur there. It was okay, though, but yeah. So they, they got teamed up, so.
1: And Grady's not that old. Like, he's, like, not even 18 yet, is he?
2: He's just 18. He turned 18, 18 this summer. Oh, yeah, okay. so he put one of the younger guys to do it. I think Colton Schmidt's the youngest guy to make it. Yeah, he's like 17. He's 17.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then win it, like. A year or two. And then won it, like, up, yeah, year. a couple of
2: years later. Yeah, a little shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking guy. Yeah, 2013.
2: That's like yeah, 2013 he won it. He made his first year in 2011. Yeah. Actually, Tyrell Fuelling roped with Colton then. Yeah, that's but right. He, we always say, like, he breaks these young, these young guys in. <laughs> and, uh, and Tyrell won his first Canadian title in 2011, roping with Colton. But
1: Yeah, but Levi yeah. won the heading, though.
2: Levi won the heading. Yeah. And I've bugged Tyrell about this ever since. That year, Colton was gone in school at the beginning of the year, couldn't go or something to Falkland and Luxton. Yeah. And I roped with Jeff Quam that year. So Tyrell and I flew to Luxton and roped together at Falkland. Well, we won one in one second of the other. Oh. And that was enough that put him over the top to win more than John. And the prick didn't oh, even God. put it in his season highlights that we won Falkland together. What a day. In the program. I'm like, <laughs> didn't even acknowledge I know. you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> 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 this, could be, this
2: could be a
1: reality show, like Team <laughs> Ropers. Yeah,
2: <laughs> no, it's, it's all good. Yeah, that's it's all good for me, but oh. I always fuck him about it. I'm like, it wasn't even a highlight for you, it was highlight for me. No big deal. Just you swing Canada and I'll just help out. So, yeah, not a big deal. Yeah.
1: But then you guys hooked up a couple of years later and won it in yep. 2015.
2: So, yeah. I roped with Jeff Qualm, and then Rocky Dallin, and then I roped with Ren Richard. Then I roped with Trent Tunkey, and then Tyrell and I roped in the 2014 season. We roped 14, 15, and 16, and won at 15. And then the last two years, I've roped with Devin Wigmore. So.
1: Okay. And I was looking at the numbers here a while ago, just tonight actually, just when we were on the call. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you guys had a pretty solid year too, money wise. Like you won. You've got twenty four thousand. One Devin's got twenty five six. They broke the season earnings record this year, uh, but like you guys had a pretty damn solid season too. You wouldn't have been far off from from being right up there too, right?
2: No, we had, we had a really good year. We had a similar year to last year. I think we won twenty five, twenty six thousand last year too. So it's been yeah. two really good years. wasn't too far off. I kind of had a chance to to be season leader the last bit, and I was just didn't stars didn't align. It's just the way it goes. But yeah. Yeah, I'm super. We we rope good together, and he's almost he's nine years younger than me, but we we get along super good. Got the same interests, shit like that, so it's fun. Listen I to know. the same podcasts, you know. We do listen to the same podcasts, <laughs> the big spit <hitting> guys. So <laughs> it's going down the road. It's no problem what we got to have on.
1: What do we got to do better with our podcast? What do, What do we need to do? Feedback oh, I time. Think, yeah, feedback. Kind of I think on. feedback.
2: Feedback. 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 I think you just need to get out. Like just just the word to spread more. That's all I think. We need to get spread the word.
1: Need to get a streaker on our podcast or something go (laughs) viral.
2: Yeah, you need to you need to get someone on there. You need to set up like just set it up in advance and just have some huge blowout on your podcast. (laughs) 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 I don't know. I don't know what the secret potion is, but yeah, it's what I've listened to sounds good. I mean, I think there needs to be more stuff like this for cowboys because I feel like a lot of interviews cowboys do are really dull. You know, like we had a really good steer and yeah. the horse is good. And, yeah.
1: But who gives and, a fuck? Yeah. Honestly, like no
2: one cares. No yeah, one cares. who gives That's a all shit. Yeah, It's it's a fuck there's a lot of good personalities in all of rodeo and it never yeah. comes through in an interview because no. like no one ever gets a camera in front of them. So like when they do they like they forget how to form words.
3: <laughs> so <laughs>
2: But it's not for everyone. I get it. But I think there are a lot of good personalities that that don't get showcased. Maybe because yeah. in rodeo, it's kind of like like the the most time you get the most screenplays at the CFR. And if if you don't like win at the CFR, yeah. yeah, for a week. If you don't win there, then no one no one, no one to, talk knows to you. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: And I don't know what the media is going to be like this year. Like Edmonton had some major papers, and they you know it was national spot and as far yeah. as things go, like Red Deer, I don't know who's gonna show up to cover it. I don't yeah, know if the not, Edmonton Paper or Calgary Paper or both or none or like I don't know who's gonna show up and really cover it now.
2: Yeah, and I'm not sure, like I don't know the details on that either. But yeah. I I think now anymore it's it's social media that trumps everything. Like yeah, I think true. I think flow rodeo being there. Like I think they've done some good storylines at least, like yeah, trying to let he done a really know, good like, job. done a good job both letting like people have guys have personalities and they're yeah. funny. And and stuff like this, like your podcast, it you gets it out there, like guys have, you know, personalities and they're they're not afraid to show it, given the rate form So Yeah. I think just get more hits, more clicks, right? That's what yeah. it's all about.
1: We'll so. just keep we'll just keep putting ourselves out there, you know, just see who wants to listen and whatnot. Probably not gonna streak, but so. yeah, we're not gonna go streaking. <laughs> we won't put a
2: don't yeah, don't do I wouldn't advise again. Just, not like the guy at the PBR in Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. That don't was, uh, that.
1: did you see the videos? See I've seen a
2: couple of them. I just saw them tonight when I got the house.
1: You didn't know what happened till just today?
2: I didn't know until today. I was kind of, oh, we had a snag party for a fellow. Oh. Team Earl for on Saturday, so. Oh yeah kyle smith he's my neighbor okay and, uh, yeah we had a rope in here and so i was pretty fuzzy saturday and, <laughs> yes. and then yesterday i was pretty fuzzy so i wasn't really in touch with any anybody all day and then today we were sorting cows in the neighbor so i've been off the off online for a few days
1: <laughs> have you ever been on the swish at a rodeo and won money
2: have I ever, what? Have
1: you ever been drunk at a rodeo and still won money or st- so hungover yeah. that you couldn't do it? Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. I wrote it, my first year, I rode in with Dale Scott. You learn how to rodeo hungover.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never been like, I'm not good at being drunk. Some guys can be drunk, but like, I remember one year at Hannah, last rodeo of the year, I kind of drank beer most of the day <laughs> with, with Lo- me and Logan Holfer traveling together. Yeah. And he's always a character to begin with, and I'm like, oh, if I've never really done this, this many beers. Oh, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. So then, <laughs> yeah, I went out. I went out. I had quite a few beers, and we—I actually made a good run. We we're us 4'7 with Rocky oh. Dallin. and we ended up sp- we split second. And I just never really tried it again. Yeah, for quite a few years, and then 2015 was a rough. Like it was a great year, but it was a rough year for a couple of weeks there. That was Tyler Thompson's last. Oh
3: yeah, last yeah. year,
2: right? And yeah. Tyler's a. He's a buddy of mine. So he was traveling with me and Casper Roy at the end of the year. Well, we we're going to travel the last weekend together, Brooks and Hannah. Well, got to celebrate Tyler. Tyler couldn't get fucked off at the end of the year. So everywhere he's going, he's placing. And I was up Friday night and we partied all night at Brooks Friday night and oh, got shit. up in the morning.
1: And that was the week Best Plug broke his fucking leg, too. No, he got different. married,
2: wasn't it? Oh, uh, Yeah, maybe. Maybe oh, that was the yeah. year before. Can't remember. Okay. But- then uh, oh, yeah, wait. But we we just had such a great time. we were drinking beer. We'd all had the CFR made, so it was like kind of worry free weekend for a change. And yeah, yeah. Casper wakes up already still drunk, and he was up in the slack. And Brooks it was three seven that morning, and then 39 oh, yeah three nine. Yeah, he was three nine that night. And Hannah huh. just two pistols in the snow, drunk <laughs> all day, <laughs> and. I didn't win shit because I'm not very good, even hungover. So, <laughs> but probably that run in Hannah. That was four seven. I was, I was uh, trying to remember if there's anything else, any other runs where I was just oh, at Morris last year. Me and me and Devin, me and Wiggy, we stopped at Brady Chapels on the way out. Yeah, the Morris Manitoba. It's on the way, and he's letting us stay. So we buy him a bottle of whiskey, and I'm like Devin, I'm like, do not give him that bottle of whiskey. Till we leave because we <laughs> give it to him. Yeah, if we it give him to it to him th- tonight. He's gonna make us sit up and drink it with him. So he gives it to him that night, stupid. Uh-oh. so we sit up and drink it with him. Oh,
3: and this
2: uh, oh, just hung over the whole oh, way to no. Morris. and next, and you're in Morris, like, not you. a fun drive. Oh, no, not a fun drive, like muggy. And like, I remember looking at each other, and I'm like, man, like, he's like, yeah, no, I he's like. I don't care what we do here. Like, I don't even care. Like, let's just get out of here. <laughs> <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> it's a horrible thing to say, but yeah, so we go and our steer's supposed to be really good. And our steer kind of cuts left and I'm, I don't have my best reaction time. Well, steer cuts left. My horse goes left and I like keep going straight. Like I almost fell off <laughs> uh, and we ended up placing at the rodeo, but I almost ate dirt oh. and I was, yeah. And then the next day, two days later, we're up to K days. That was the first year I K days. Yeah. We <laughs> won sec. We won second there, yeah. and then we flew back out to Kennedy and placed there. So like that's probably that was probably a good weekend being hungover. start started.
1: Well, and you're old enough. You you get on the two day hangovers too, eh? Wacy just had oh. his first one this week.
2: Ugh. Yeah, two and three day. Like you hit, Ugh. you get north of thirty, and it's rough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You
2: can't do it like a guy <laughs> used to.
3: But.
2: I think there was. You know what I've noticed in the last couple of years, rodeo and two like there's more money everywhere and like i think cowboys like are just like any any athlete like you hear more things like we're talking before like spit and shake it's like how many times now we're hearing like guys in the sh- guys that play in the nhl are playing hungover and you know it's eventually gonna happen i don't think i think it's happened to everyone at some point yeah. like i i don't yeah you know, i don't think it ever got done all the time but damn a sure rodeo and like we're traveling down the road like anytime you can stay somewhere and have a few beers with your buddies and and let your hair down as a single guy I mean you're gonna do it it's the closest we get to, to being in the show so I, I've noticed the last two years it's less and less like hmm. guys don't they at the cabarets they are going to someone's place like they're just I have noticed in the last three years, just a lot more, a lot, lot less of that. Really,
1: are you like just getting old. The
2: fun. Maybe I'm just getting old. Yeah, you're the one, you're the, one, yeah. <laughs> the one who's not staying anymore. I'm the one who's not.
1: I only know. I only be. I only know because I'm that guy too now.
2: Yeah, like like I'm in bed at eleven.
1: Sure. Like I'm quite happy. Bring yeah, my, like, I bring my own pillow now. Like just yeah, it's all, yeah. It's
2: all good. Yeah. Are we staying here tonight? No, we're not fucking staying here. Let's go. <laughs> a friend of mine lives half an hour from here. We'll go there. And we have,
1: Fun suckers. We'll have to
2: pack in this rig like a hot dog cart. We can all have our own bed. So. Yeah.
1: I want to talk even money at the CFR this year.
2: You bet. Yeah, it's the second year in a row. So yeah. We, we had it last year, too. It's big, uh, big for us up here. It's been, a, I don't know, I think it's been a, not a long time coming, but it's I'm glad to see it's come around, and I'm, and it's been cool that it's been kind of a whole board decision. Um, everyone's behind it. A lot gets made from it, I think, and some people aren't going to like it, and that's just the way it is. I'm not expecting to, but, I mean, I, we're certainly excited for it, sure happy that there, there's been a lot more support I people I've talked to than there's been people to, people that, that have an issue with it.
1: So Why the fuck was it ever split? With all due respect.
2: Like how was it ever Yeah, before? why the fuck
1: was it ever like halfway? I don't it's get just
2: this it's, it's I would say up here we're like we're like fifteen to twenty years behind, right? Yeah, like, really true. And like if you looked at it like if you looked at it from a monetary thing, like from a business, like in just in pure memberships and revenue driven, like I always thought team ropen was worth it for everyone to to sacrifice the couple thousand dollars like would take off everybody else. Like yeah, I could do the payouts for you like before it, we had equal money and like to what, if, if we would have had equal money, what the difference would have been, it would have been minimal. Like it just, yeah, it always got, it always got overseen. And you know, one thing was we as team ropers signed a deal so that we were part of the CFR for the next five, six years, but we had to bring our own money, like part of own our own money. Yeah and i think that was it was just good to be in the door and and we're welcome and it's all good and then we just built it up to a point where i think it just kind of became a no-brainer after so many years right so, yeah i think it's just it was a new sport up here really like it in the prca it's been around for forever but up here it's only been at the cfr since the year 2000 so it's yeah. only been there for 18 years like it's relatively young so but everything has to come in, in its own accord right like barrel racing they they had their struggles early on too. And it's yeah. kind of just the way it is. You kind of got to pay your dues, I guess, in a sense. And and it, and I think, I really do believe that with Team Roping, like we had to hustle. And when I started, you had to hustle and go find extra sponsors and put on schools and put on Open opens and, and go to people's places. And, and and I really think it's been for the betterment of, of our whole sport as, as an event because I just feel like it's so big. It's so much bigger now up here. And there's so many kids that wrote better. Like, just look at what Levi and Jerry did in the world. Like, oh, I don't yeah. think that would have, I don't think that ever would have happened without guys like, you know, the guys before me hustling and, and doing all the work that they did just yeah. because they loved it. So, well,
1: and, and speaking of rules, I want to talk about uh, Brock Radford, Lonnie West. They had to go get their count this year. And then you probably know by now, but they both yeah. turned out of the damn CFR now, anyways.
2: Yeah, they both turned out anyway. So, yeah, I was telling you before, like, I was, I was not I'm not a fan of that rule i I think that rule was put in and and the it was one of those rules that was never put in, and we never thought about it in a scenario such as this, yeah, like said guys get hurt at the end, and my biggest argument was, you know, yeah the onus is maybe on guys get like the way the rule was like you have to go to fifty percent of the rodeos, yeah before you get injured, yeah, and I'm like, well, what if a guy gets hurt at rodeo thirty yeah. six there's still ten rodeos left. Yeah, he's got twelve rodeos. No, he should have been to eighteen. Well, if he should have been to eighteen, why don't we make our rodeo count fifty percent of the rodeos? Like, yeah, like I think it's stupid. I think you. I think there is instances where like guy wins Pinocchio and then gets heard and says, "Oh, I was going to go to so many." Well, you only went to one rodeo. Yeah, so you can't tell me you were coming back here. I get that part of it, but I'm like these guys are getting their count in no matter what. I just think it's ridiculous to make them get off at the gate and put two bullfighters at risk. Themselves. Waste a bull, waste a bull themselves. I just yeah. thought, but you know what? It's one of those things. It's a, it's a tough spot to be in. Cause when you're trying to follow the rule book, you know, t- like stop trying to make concessions for this and that. Cause I think that's happened before too. And, and it's been more of a detriment than it's been good. Yeah. So I think we're trying to just follow the rules and, you know what, it was shitty mm-hmm. and it sucked for those guys and it sucked that they're not gonna be able to come now but i think in the future we'll just we're gonna change that rule to where something like this won't happen again
1: it's kind of funny where it's like a rule like this that was meant to have the best intentions like you want to have people come to the rodeos and and yeah they got to show up a little bit to be able to come to the finals like you can't be no offense to joe frost here i'm looking at the standings he's number three No, no, he went to three rodeos he won Pinoca, and he makes a cfr like that's not that's not right he's got to actually come to show up at the rodeos, go to like, I think we talked yeah. about it already. We, I talked about it with somebody and we thought like, you got to go to the 10 tour rodeos is a minimum. Like just say it's yeah. those 10 tour rodeos. Like that could be, that could be what the minimum is maybe. Or like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but.
2: I don't know what the happy medium you know? is. Like yeah. in one sense, it's like. I. Think at one time
1: it was 15.
2: It was 15. And now it's, you know, the council, 15 now and 17 i think in the barrel race or something but one ahead of me i'm always like i think if you're good enough i think you should be able to come yeah but i think you do need to support the rodeos it's just finding a healthy balance that's good for everybody like Mm -hmm. but as for the get injured rule i think it was put in with good intentions right so someone couldn't come back and say that but i just think the percentage is too high like i i push like 30 percent. so if you got hurt at jasper and you'd been to 10 rodeos that's but okay. that's okay because that's the 30, yeah. the 30th rodeo of the year you've been to 10 okay we'll give you a password now like because we're saying that a healthy guy's only got to go to 15 so yeah like you're healthy you leave it to the end the last 15 we're okay with that but mm-hmm. we're not okay with a guy who goes to three and uh, yeah like guys are managing like, like like they're trying to go everywhere they can to make the most money oh, yeah. and like Absolutely. i'm not going to I'm not gonna tell somebody where they can and can't go at this point. Rodeo's not there yet. So Yeah. It's just sometimes it's it's a shitty thing when the rule book is so big as it is and there's so many different caveats. Oh like, yeah. How could I ever see this coming? Like Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. True. Oh like, it just sucks. But I mean Brock's gonna try to go to the world finals and yeah. I think Lonnie's gonna be too hurt. So Yeah. Um so but yeah, it's a crappy deal. I I so for me, I just wanna make sure we never have to put anyone in that spot again. So, and going forward, I, I feel confident that we will. So,
1: mm-hmm. well, and, and I don't think I mentioned it yet, but for those that don't know, uh, Roland's part of the board of directors for the CPRA uh, on the day to day, not day to day, but on the higher levels side of the business of rodeo here in Canada. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, I got that target on my back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, though, I've got another question that I just saw come up through the standings here. Caleb mm-hmm. Bennett chose to go to his circuit finals over the CFR this year. What's up with that?
2: He did, eh? I did That's
1: what I heard. Apparently his circuit oh. finals is up over that, and that's why I guess Pascal Isabel made the made it. So they had to drop down one. So yeah.
2: Oh I didn't know. Apparently he that's didn't the enter.
1: case. Yeah, I did yeah, I thought the, it was odd, but
2: the wilderness. Like I don't That seems really weird.
1: He turned yeah, down a chance from like sixty thousand.
2: Especially a guy like that who does so good up here yeah. in Canada, but I mean, seems really odd. Maybe he's. I. I think they only count those circuit finals. Only going to count for the world maybe one or two more years. And oh, okay. Maybe he's thinking the chance to go to. to you Kissimmee, know, he's got yeah. a good chance to go to Kiss. Yeah, to Kissimmee. Hmm. So.
1: I guess. Yeah, I, didn't,
2: I didn't. know he didn't. I didn't know he didn't enter.
1: Yeah, because we were trying. Actually, uh, Diane texted me about it and asked how Pascal got in and she wondered why Caleb wasn't there. And then she found out it was, she went to the, decided to go to the circuit finals instead. So.
2: Uh, interesting. I yeah. know like, that's why, uh, I know that's why Ren Rashard didn't get his count in. Cause he's in the wilderness circuit too. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I can't believe he, he wouldn't, didn't want to get his count in, but I mean, it's just a, at the end of the day, it's a business decision for those guys too. Like, yeah. And I tell people like, like, yeah, 60,000 and a chance to win. And, Like really with these guys we're wondering why numbers are down and this and that. A lot of it's just straight finances. Like guys aren't coming. The doll the dollar is terrible for those Americans. So once you get tax, the dollar so you win a thousand bucks up here, once the tax come off it and then the exchange it's actually like six hundred American. Like it's just really I really think it's just coming down to finance. Like, can't afford to come hmm. up here as much.
1: And even if so, they win a bunch at the finals, they really don't get to take much home, do they, I guess? Because after so that, yeah, they like they could say,
2: a big ding off of it. Say, yeah, say he, doesn't, say he doesn't win 60, say he wins 25, which is still good. Well, that's really 18. And yeah. then when he gets taxed on it, it's like 15. So it's like, okay, so he can win 15,000 clear American, or he can go to circuit finals, which he could probably win 10 if he won there. Yeah. American stay home and then still get a chance to go to Kissimmee. Yeah. So I think, I think that's what weighted those guys' decisions. Hmm. I know, the, I know the Columbia River Circuit, like, they got their circuit files changed.
1: Hmm. Oh, because January. it was over top of it. Yeah. But oh.
2: the Wilderness couldn't because they were into the, the building in Heber for another year.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I think, I think you'll see them change their dates.
1: Okay, okay. I want to ask what else is coming rodeo-wise down the pipe? Like, I know you can't share certain things with the board, but, like, what do you think's coming yeah. up rodeo-wise in Canada? What's new? Uh, what's, what's in the pipe?
2: I think this Maple Leaf Circuit... You know, being a circuit yeah. for the PRCA, like, I think that's a, I think it's going to be a good thing for Canadians. Like, I've always thought for years that, you know, all the, all the dollars we generate for the PRCA and every rodeo up here is a PRCA rodeo. Yeah. Like every, pretty well every single one, like, they already are one. So, really, that's just another opportunity for guys to have a chance to go to Kissimmee, you know, to, uh, to the Ram National Circuit Finals mm-hmm. and never leave, never leave home. Yeah, so don't have
1: to go to be on Montana circuit or. No, have New to go to Montana
2: circuit. Yeah, you stay yeah, home. Stay home.
1: It happened a long time ago. I wonder. Hey, like originally yeah. the grassroots finals was supposed to be part of this yeah. whole thing. Like it was kind of something that was in the works, but it never really happened. eh?
2: Yeah, I know Keenan and Jeff had kind of set up like that, and then yeah. I think just they had some turnover down there, and then we had some turnover up here, and it just yeah. never formed, never came into what it was supposed to be. Yeah. But I, I mean, that's I know there's been a, some people talk about it and like concerns like. But really, at the end of the day, if you want to, if you want a chance to go to Kissimmee, you just you got to buy your PRCA card. And I think yeah. the majority of guys up here buy their cards. And I and I think it's I think it's going to sell more cards. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't cost the committees anymore. It only costs a cowboy an extra six hundred and some dollars to buy your PRCA card. Yeah, you got a chance to go to Kissimmee. So yeah. I think it's just a no brainer. It's all early, right? But I think it'll be a separate finals yeah i think it's i think think it's going to include yeah i think it's going to include all rodeos other than limited entry rodeos
3: Mm -hmm.
2: because that's kind of follows the prca rule so and yeah i think it'll be somewhere next fall i don't know exactly where yet and i don't want to say for sure because i don't know but
1: yeah that's okay
2: i think it's going to be a good thing i think it'll take 10 or 12 guys it'll be three perfs and yeah it'll i think it's going to be good so cool I think it'll be after the CFR next year. he will say that. Okay. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I think it's gonna be. But I think it's gonna be. I think it's be good. I think the only rodeos that wouldn't count would be like Regina coming up mm-hmm. this year, and then like K Days
1: next year. I guess.
2: Yeah. Well, it's limited entry, right? It only takes sixteen. Oh, okay. 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 It's limited entry, and then K Days is limited entry. So I think like those would be the only two that counted. Okay. Which would it'd make a difference, right?
1: So, Oh yeah. I'm looking at this and just coming back to something actually now too. And I'm wondering like with how much money you guys got invested in horses and trucks and trailers and fuel, like do you make money at this eventually or at this, do you make anything at the CFR at the end of the year? Or is this just for fun and just for the glory and the good times? Like what?
2: Oh, it's, it's for, it's for the, for the fun first, first and foremost for me. But I, yeah, like, I don't think anyone up here like rodeos for a living. If you just stay in Canada roping, like yeah. I, I don't think you're making it as a living. Like I have a job, lots of it, everybody else has jobs. And I but I think like hey more now, like team roping has become an industry. Yeah. You know, like training horses, like these rope horses are worth twenty, thirty, forty thousand US and, and mm-hmm. if you can do it every day and if you can get a couple of those every year, I, I always said when you make the CFR, it means you pretty much broke even. And this year, the last couple if you went over twenty, you're you're probably making you're probably clearing 600 to a thousand a month every year you rodeo up here. Yeah. Like when you're making that much money and then everything you win at the final, it's any sort of revenue you might see. And but it's not,
1: it's really not that much revenue when you got to buy a truck and a trailer and feed your horses. Like it's, you're, yeah, you're just like, talking about travel and entry fees pretty much. Tra-
2: yeah. Basically. Like really? Fees right. And, fees and fuel. And yeah. Traveling anymore. Like it's six, seven, eight thousand to go up and down the road. And then, oh, yeah. you know, you need it. You need a truck, a trailer anymore. You need, two badass horses like yeah like you do it all on paper it all sounds fine like yeah i i you know you sell one for forty five thousand, but then you buy one for 35 it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah like it doesn't really make <laughs> sense sometimes but
1: but it's fun like
2: i said it's fun yeah. i love it like at the end of the day i've been really lucky in my career like have big hits at the cfr where you win 20 25 thirty thousand and it does yeah. pay for some shit you know like yeah, uh, it makes the winter better doesn't it yeah, it makes the winter easier, and uh, you get a good place to work that doesn't mind that you do it a little bit. You the a Friday off in the summer, and yeah, you know at the end of the day, it made the down payment on my house. Like there you go. I used to, I used to snowmobile and all sorts of shit, and I was never gonna, oh. I was never gonna pay for a down payment on a house riding a snowmobile. So,
3: yeah,
2: <laughs> it's a hobby that you can get your money out of it. So, okay, there's some real money to be made. I think at the C F R, you went fifty oh, yeah. grand there. Like that's
1: that's big. That's time.
2: substantial. It's yeah. big you know, even winning 20 is pretty solid. Yeah. You know, Can you buy one? Yeah. You buy one horse once one good one for 40 once, You know, yeah. hopefully you get five to 10 years out of them. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it makes it, it makes it makes some money off it. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely think it pays for itself more than it ever did. If like you're winning is,
1: as long as you're winning,
2: if you're winning, as long as you're winning, like, as long as you're not a guy that
1: goes to 31 rodeos and wins $3,000.
2: Yeah, like that'd be tough. Like, yeah, that'd be tough, tough for sliding. me. I've never been, never been in that situation. And, or
1: thirty-seven, and you make fifteen hundred.
2: Yeah, like it's that's, that's you got to have a real love for it. Like, and yeah. but I think too, like some guys stick out like that, and they do that for a few years, and then they get callous to rodeo and competition, and get good, and then they, you know, they make it one or twice, once or twice, and that's you know, then you see them kind of disappear, and that's good enough for them. That they reach their goal, and they yeah. carry on with their life. So.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's oh. hard to all. Oh yeah. I gave up. I
2: tried it like one time. <laughs> I was done. That's what I tell everybody, I said, I tried everything else, I'm just better at this than the rest of
1: them. <laughs> We're back to laughing here. I want to talk about your craziest story from the road. Oh man. That you can it's get crazy. away with without putting anyone in jail or getting, I can put anyone getting yourself yeah. in trouble.
2: Ruining yeah. ruining anyone's ruin life. Ruin any lives, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to
1: ruin any lives.
2: <laughs> I don't want to ruin anyone's life. I'm yeah. trying to think why is i was listen I listen, to these pod, I listen to these podcasts and i'm like how can these fucking idiots not think of a story when they ask them and now i'm like no, you I, mom, now you know you're the one
3: idiots one.
2: that's I'm an you idiot. <laughs> oh I can't, I can't think of anything over 10 years of rodeo and that would be absolutely hilarious and i've rodeoed with some funny fuckers for a lot of years
3: <laughs> like
2: like clark you asked any team wrote any like clark mccarroll's the biggest card ever and like that guy did some just ruthless shit to me in the day oh this is a pretty good <laughs> so we're at high river one year i'm rodeoing with him it's like my second year rodeo on yeah 2009 we're like having a great year we're both gonna make our it looks like we're gonna make our first cfr and that was back in the day i was saying like nobody really parties like they used to anymore like me and clark but we rode in with dale scottable a little bit and clay white and like we would enter for the functions <laughs> like for the best part, like. so like every year it's like okay we need to be in high river saturday night it's my hometown rodeo the cab that night's unbelievable so clark and i enter for saturday night we make a run we're placing i don't know like spirits are high right so we get in the beer gardens and a bunch of buddies there and it's, we're having a great time and uh clark he likes to stir shit and
3: he (laughs) loves
2: to make my life a living hell. So he knows a couple, he he sees across the beer grounds, this girl that I was dating that I recently broke up with, like a month before. Oh, no. And like, yeah, and it's like, like, she's nice girl whatever. We're never going to go anywhere. So we're broke up. Well, he sees her, and and he just goes right over to her. And like, I look over, and I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, why is he over there talking to her? Like, he's over there, and like, like, they're having this heart-to-heart conversation and like all of a sudden, after a while, like I see her shed a tear, and I'm like, and so like then she leaves to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, I'm like, oh. over, I'm like, what man? What the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, you're so fucked and I told her that you're lost soul, and you still <laughs> love her. Like, dude, so what's what What's going dick. on in your life? And I'm like, you are such a prick. you <laughs> like, such a prick. So I. Yeah, it, like I have to dodge that bullet the whole night, though, so I end up just getting blackout drunk.
3: Oh, no. And
2: Clark also knows that I walk in my sleep. Oh, wow. Oh. So Sad that brothers. night, well, I, yeah, I pass on the trailer down on his couch, and he's a veteran. He walks his trailer, so no one comes in. So <laughs> the middle, this is like four in the morning. Yeah. I wake up still drunk, and I'm walking in my sleep. And I'm, I guess I'm banging on the door, he says. So he's like, he's like, what? And I'm just like, oh, I can't speak. And I'm banging <laughs> on the door. So he's like, he's like, he thinks this is a great opportunity just to kick me loose. And I ever rode around Oh, no. This, oh no. Oh, yeah. So he opens the door. He kicked me out there in my underwear. And I'm just, I don't even, I don't remember none of it, I swear. Yeah. I don't remember shit. Yeah. He says, like, he goes back to bed. Three hours later, he wakes up and I and I just open the door. It's seven in the morning, the sun's up. He's like he's like, Yeah, you just open the door and you crawl back in. He's like, You had like horse shit on you, you're covered (laughs) in dirt and like for all I know, I fucking slept outside for a couple hours. Like <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, "What in the hell happened?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, you had to piss at four in the morning, so I like, just turned you loose." I'm like, You're "Frick!" Like twice, one night, twice. <laughs> I oh my i like, "I need a shower."
1: <laughs> Good that he no. didn't live too far away.
2: Oh yeah, now well, I had to go to sundry the next day, and of course, okay. didn't win shit because I felt terrible. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he he got he he would do stuff like that to me all the time. He oh would pull gosh. shit like that on me, but he would get me. He put me in the most awkward situations and then just sit back at a distance and laugh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was a pretty that was a pretty good one. There. So many though. I think you could write. I think every cowboy that's gone a long time could write a book about the, like the fun times that he's had. Like
1: yeah, for what we could get away with. That's probably why nobody's done with.
2: it. Would you read the Black Blackstock Cowboys like Luke Branquino's book? Yeah, I, I haven't read that one yet. That's a boat that's on the edge, I think, as you can get. So. Really? <laughs> oh
1: yeah. I'm gonna go buy yeah. it on the on the Amazon right now.
2: Get it on the Amazon, get it shipped to the house. It's it's not a bad read. I read it years ago. I can't hardly remember it, but I was like, "Holy shit!" Like they're telling everything.
1: Really?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. Wow. I got. I got to check it out. I tried reading uh, Fred Woodfield's book, but it was written so horribly, I didn't get
2: through it. Yeah, I haven't I haven't read it yet. Like, it's too bad. It probably wasn't. If you say it wasn't written good, because those guys have more stories of Walt Disney. They just need the, someone. Yeah, to put his, it down on paper.
1: His story was good. It just like I couldn't follow the book, and maybe I was yeah. drunk. I don't know, but like I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't read, I couldn't read good.
2: Could have been. Who knows?
1: You gotta you gotta tell us what your definition of cowboy shit is.
2: My definition of cowboy shit, man was this this is your this is your thing on this is the thing. Gotta, gotta Our staple. This we, thing.
1: we have to ask you because last week, uh, we talked to the PRCA CEO, George Taylor, and he's a little bit religious, I'm told and I, he, he I sent him the questions beforehand and he said I don't know what what this cowboy crap thing is like he didn't even say <laughs> shit <laughs> so I was afraid to ask him so then I get a, oh, yeah. a message from my friend a call from my friend Casey Duggan who works with the PBR and he said what the hell man you forgot the best fucking part of the show that's your thing and and I was like well here's what happened and he's like yeah fuck you got to ask him still man it's on the list you got to do it so
2: <sighs> what's with this cowboy poop I <laughs> was <with> this, <laughs> this cowboy
1: poop stuff yeah <laughs>
2: I think uh, if I had to say what what cowboy shit means to me is like we're all we all compete against each other, but yeah, we're all just we're all just in this together. I think you, if you're to be cowboy shit, you got to be one of the boys and willing to sacrifice maybe something that's not in your best interest, but it's going to help one of your boys out. And I feel that sort of karma is what comes around. And I feel like when that karma pays off for you, that's some good ass cowboy shit. And when it doesn't pay off, and you've kind of been a bad fucker and you're not for the boys. That shit comes up, it comes back and bites you. <laughs> <too. laughs> oh, that's what I think. I like cowboy it. shit would mean to me. Just you got to be out. We're out here. We're for the boys. If you're not willing to help your buddies out, I feel like that shit always comes back around. So
1: that's true. We didn't even get to. Work. We didn't even get to the time where you were in the truck and everybody wanted to beat me up. We haven't even got to that yet.
2: Well, <laughs> <clears throat> oh, that's not even. That's not even a good story.
1: <laughs> Thanks for looking out for me, though. I appreciate it.
2: Uh, I wanted to look out for you. I didn't want everyone to hate. So.
1: They still did, but it's okay. They got over it, yeah, I think. Or they maybe they didn't. It's whatever.
2: Water, water under the bridge. There's been so many things. Oh this yeah, guys got to have a short memory. Yeah, so. exactly. Okay, well, are you, are you guys gonna be up at the be up at Red Deer? Or well, you plan? know,
1: we might make an appearance. Be we hustling. Mike might, might go there. I think We're a- on the radio. We're doing the the CFCW deal because we got a face radio. Oh yeah, for radio. that's great. Right.
2: Yeah, that'll be good.
1: Yeah, it'll be fun. It's gonna be on the rural radio in America. I've seen well. that.
2: It's gonna be in, in America. We're yeah, the Very big long. time.
1: It's gonna be awesome.
2: Everybody, everybody, listen to the CFR and Dead and Deer Deer Red Red Deer. Dead rear, they won't, say <laughs> yeah. it. they won't know what the hell down there. They don't so. know
1: what the hell, exactly.
2: I'm pumped, I think it's gonna be awesome.
1: Oh, yeah, we'll see you there, man. I'll be up there Monday morning. You can yeah, be gotta, there for the Monday night, too. A, eh?
2: yeah, I gotta be, I gotta actually go up Sunday night. I got okay. meetings Monday oh, yeah, morning. Right. Yeah, they have been on the on the board and been on the CFR commission this year. So, oh, awesome, It's been, Lots it's been of a media. lot. Yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah. So, I'm ready to just go there and compete. Going back to Red Deer, I haven't been back there for a rodeo. 2007 FC final
3: Oh wow
2: I was, yeah, I was young Right Like 21 like, Oh 21 okay yeah. Didn't give a shit About nothing Like Yeah No didn't fucks to give did ever see a big picture No zero given. Going yeah. to Billy Bob's And like You look at the wall Of like all these guys Who have gone out of their way Which now is things That I do Like give a picture Saying thanks For your support or yeah. They're going on buckles Well I get the bartender Because I've been there Every night all week it's Sunday night And I'm like Give me a pen and then she's like, why? And I'm like, because I'm signing this fucking wall. I've been here all week. She's like, okay, yeah. So I go on the wall and I sign it. Around this one corner, I go, to Billy balls. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I <sign> it. I'm <laughs> just drunk, right? It is I sign it. A bunch of guys sign it. Like, I, want it. So I wanted to go back. Like, maybe it's still there. I got to go back and see if it's still there. That's
1: awesome. That's like Conor McGregor. What he would do you <laughs> do?
2: Yeah, I wanna I wanna take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely <laughs> nobody.
1: <laughs> With all due respect to everybody, <laughs> but fuck everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh
1: jeez. That's that's gonna be a hot topic. Guys
2: dumb. You yeah, to... guys dumb back then just and she let me like she thought it was hilarious. Like people oh, wow. signed the wall, so I freaking did it. Oh, wow. and I think somebody said like it was still there like a couple years ago, but oh, maybe wow. they renovated it now. Maybe it's not there anymore. But you have to yeah. update us.
1: Oh, On, on the <laughs> next show, we get back to you on whether or not Roland McFadden's autograph is still on the wall in Bissy Bobs. Stay tuned next Fuck. week for the yeah, full recap.
2: I, I remember it being legible, but it probably isn't. Oh, <laughs> this is my favorite time of the year. We got two or three guys that come over and practice. Casper uh, Roy, and Tristan Woolsey, and then Devin and my neighbor Kyle Smith, my buddy. And we just kind of grind it out and have a couple beers every night and just get, get fired up to run at, you know, 11,000
3: a night. Hell It'd yeah. Awesome.
1: Hell yeah. Well, this has been uh cowboy shit episode number 24 with Ted and Wasey and our guest this week, Roland McFadden. Thanks again for being on the show. Okay. We'll see you next week. Hey okay, boys. Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah. We'll see you. Thanks.
0: You're listening to episode 24 of cowboy shit with Ted and Wasey. This episode is brought to you by the Canadian finals rodeo happening October 30th to November 4th in Red Deer, Alberta, where the best rodeo competitors across North America are, are coming to us for a world-class competition. Make sure to get your tickets today for the 10-day celebration at cfrreddeer.ca.
1: Man, that was a fucking fun episode, eh? That was like one of our best interviews of all time, I think. <clears throat> that was a lot of fun. Thanks again to Roland McFadden for being on the show. My belly hurts. From Never laughing. been stung by a bee. 2015 Canadian what champion. What a life to live, hey, You're not getting stung by Have you been stung by a bee? Oh, hell yeah. Maybe a wasp. It's not good times. It's happened. It hurt. Mm -hmm. So we had a pretty big interview. So uh, we're going to keep this one short. What's going on? Pro rodeo. NFR is coming up. Scott Gensler's number two in the world standings after winning the All-American finals in the Bulldog. And he's number two in the world for next year already. So that's neat. CFR coming up. Going to be a good one. Yeah, not um, far out. If you can find some tickets off some Get scalpers, you should go. And even if you just can't go to the rodeo performance, you can... I'm sure there's... If you want to go bad enough, there's going to be tickets. Mm-hmm. Just saying. One thing that's that thing in the other building. Though. Yeah. So if you want to watch the rodeo on the big screen next door... Come and check it out. Come watch on the big screen. And uh, there's a new, new article out. Just wrote it live the other day. Top five things to do in Red Deer doing the CFR. Nice. Free pancake breakfast every morning. Come say hi to us. Come say hi. To, we'll be around. We'll be around. If you want to come talk, shoot the shit with us. We'll be around. The trade show gonna be a dandy. If you need to buy, do some Christmas shopping. There, it's cow. It's Cowboy Christmas of the North, people. CFR Red Deer. Billy Bob, is that on your list? Uh, no. The party's gonna be at Western Park. You're right. Park, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're Billy right. Billy Bob's can fit 300 people. It's not. And I, no offense to Billy Bob's, but it, like that's gonna be a really tight spot. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, people are gonna stay at the at the at Western Park with the bands they got. Well, like get, the band like, started like 4 p.m. and they don't stop till. But 2 like 2 you can like you so you can go to the rodeo and just like walk in the same. Don't you have to leave the building probably yeah. to go to the party? You don't. And then upstairs is the buckle presentations, which are gonna happen every night. They got autographs signings happening around town, so. Lots of stuff to do in Red make Deer. Make sure you're in Red Deer next week. Yeah. If you're Just not there, you're missing out. And if you have FUMO like me, it's not going to be much fun. No. You, you want to be there. PBR, Aaron Roy won in Edmonton. He's got $991,000 in career earnings. going to be the next blowout in the PBR to cross a million-dollar mark. Could happen by the end of this season. Would that make him the first Canadian on the yes, PBR level? it would. Pretty cool. PBR only. Neato. And it's a million-dollar American. So pencil it out right now. He's, you know. Six million Canadian. Yeah, pretty big, <laughs> pretty big win. So the next episode will be the week of the PBR World Finals. Will uh, you'll probably already know who qualified, and we don't really want to talk results. But standings right now, if you haven't checked it out lately, and if you do, if you're still even listening, uh, Dakota Butters number fourteen in the world right now. Tanner Burns got it made. Then you get down to Lonnie West, probably gonna be pushed out of the out of the spot out of a spot there. He's number thirty four right now. There's still two events this weekend and the Velocity Finals the next weekend. He's inside by twenty. 20- by I guess you could say forty two and a half points right now. Cody Jesus is number thirty six. Chase Outlaw is thirty fifth, twenty points back. Uh, then you got Marcus Gloria. He's fifty two and a half points back, and Brock is fifty seven and a half in number thirty eight. So Brock's made the Velocity Finals. He's only got to make up fifty points. Like that's can be a, done. You easy know, to do. Got to ride a couple bulls. He's got to win around, place and around. round. Like he even if he does good this week in Colorado Springs. So. There's still lots of opportunity. Uh, My bet is Brock stays on a couple bulls. He gets that, uh, you know, probably 35th spot. Lonnie gets bumped out. That's, I think that's how it's going to end up being. We'll, uh, we'll see. It's too bad Lonnie's got that hurt shoulder, but. He'd still be an alternate, so. Could still be an alternate and might end up going and, uh, you know, but to get on one or two bulls, I don't know if it might be worth it. He might just take the rest of the winter off and heal up the shoulder. Haven't talked to him in a little while, while, but he, uh, too bad for those guys turn out of the CFR. But uh, yeah, that's the show today. You got anything else, Wase? No. Just get get your ass to Red Deer next week. Yeah. It's going down. This has been episode 24 of Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wasey. Thank you for listening. Please share this show with your friends who so will know about it. Hit us up on social media at Wasey Anderson. Yeah. At Ted Stoven. It's only nine letters, people. It's not that fucking hard. So mm-hmm. find you can find me on the, on the social. We're not hard to track down. Pretty approachable guys. Okay. Thanks for listening. Adios.
0: Episode 24 of Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wasey was brought to you by the Canadian Finals Rodeo, happening in Red Deer, Alberta, the new home of the CFR. A wild 10-day celebration begins October 30th. Have you got your tickets? Make sure you do. There's seats so close to the action, you'll get dust in your teeth. There will be events on and off-site that will have you kicking up your heels, so make sure to get your tickets at cfrreddeer.ca.